This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 23, verse 45 says, The sun was darkened and the veil of the temple was torn in two. Now the veil spoken of here was the curtain that separated the holy place in the inner temple from the most holy place. That was uh, the residence of God, so to speak, on earth for his chosen people. Only the high priest, and him only once a year, could enter in through that veil, and he'd better be square with God when he did it, or he wouldn't come back out alive. Up until that moment there had been both a real and a symbolic curtain, if you will, of separation between man and God. Uh, Well, a curtain of sin. But you see, Jesus uttered those words, it is finished. And at that moment, that curtain, all 60 feet by 30 feet, ripped in two from top to bottom. This veil that was up to 18 inches thick, tore open, exposing the very access to God. The curtain was no more. After centuries of separation between us and a perfect holy creator, the curtain was now removed because of the distance bridged by that final sacrifice, one of a perfect man, if you will, a holy God. Mankind could now draw near with the boldness to the throne of grace, Hebrews 4.16. Now in the book of Matthew, we read record that, quote, the earth quaked, the rocks were split, and graves were opened, and the dead were raised and walked around. (laughs) The world would say that all hell was breaking loose, but many of us who know what it was that was happening, to know what it was that he did that day, well, we would say, no, all heaven broke loose. Verse 46 says, Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. And when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. So despite it all, Jesus finished well. Even in the hardest of times, and yes, even in death, Jesus committed himself to the hands of the Father. And please note that Jesus died herein just like all men die. He walked the same roads. He experienced cold weather and hot and Hunger and thirst and weariness and laughter and tears. Oh yes, Jesus lived. He experienced life and he experienced it as we all have. And he faced death just as we all will. Oh, he knew temptation. And he knew the human state. He shared the walk with us. He even shared the experience of death. Why in the world would he do all that? What other motivation could there possibly be than incredible love, 
I mean, he didn't die to save us from international problems that are out there today, nor did he die to save us from the national or the local or even the individual problems that plague mankind. He died for the problem that plagues us. He died to free us from sin, the power, the judgment, and the guilt. No one can claim that Christ had no idea what life was like. No one can claim that Christ has no idea what life is like for us here in the flesh. Because you know what, gang? He knows. Oh, he knows. And that unnamed centurion, man, he suddenly got it. Millions of people who have followed him. Millions who have even perhaps stood guilty at the foot of the cross. Suddenly understood. Suddenly realized. He died for me. And we stood at that foot of the cross and and we got it. (laughs) We understood. And as Philippians 2.10 says, that at the name name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth. Verse 48 says, all the multitude that came together to see this, and they saw these things that were done, they returned home beating their breasts. All his acquaintances and the women who followed with him from Galilee stood at the distance, watching these things. You know, with clarity of sight, those that had betrayed him, well, now they suddenly realized that it was because of them that this man, again, quote-unquote, was put to death. For those of us who have had our eyes opened Do we see what has been done? Do we mourn our sins? Do we, like the centurion, glorify God? Do our knees bow today? Or will we, like the unrepentant thief, wait until it's too late? And our bowing will only be in remorse. Finishing up the last Verses of this chapter, verse 50 says, Behold, there was a man named Joseph who was a member of the council and a good righteous man. He had not consented to the council and deed from Arimathea, the city of the Jews, who was also waiting for God's kingdom. So this man went to Pilate and he asked for Jesus' body. And he took it down and he wrapped it in a linen cloth and he laid him in a tomb that was cut in stone where no one had ever been laid. It was the day of preparation and the Sabbath was drawing near. The women who had come with him out of Galilee followed after and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath day they rested according to the commandment. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.